This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. Yeah, every whole night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. No. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three real tires and a spare. Just three, man. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Budgets live, not so live from the low budget live bar and grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And this is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, low lifers one and all for August the 21st, 2023, Monday, August the 21st. And it's good to see everybody. I mean, I can't see you, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean? It's good to be back in the bar and grill here, talking into yonder microphone again, and I appreciate y'all tuning in once again for some uh, for some silliness. This is all just silly. It's all silly. So this uh, it hit me this morning, and it's it it's I want to say it's sad to know that life is so busy and so crazy that you sometimes overlook. I want to say milestones, not to like pat myself on the back, but. Uh, because it's anything but, I guess. But it's uh, it's been six years since this craziness started for me, man. Six years uh, would have been really ten days ago, and I missed it because life's just been been stressful lately, and uh, at times, and uh, you know, works nuts and and all that, and you lose sight of the good sometimes. You lose sight of the positive, you know, and. And, uh, and this show has, has become that man. It's been a, uh, like I said, when I first started it and especially when I started in this format, really changed the format up, 
it's therapeutic, it's cathartic to get on here and just get to ramble. I get to interview some really amazing people. This show has, you know, just opened so many doors that I just never even, never even saw coming when I started it. Uh, and, and so many relationships. It's also caused its share of, of, uh, heartache at times, heartburn, I should say. But yeah, they're, uh, 2017, and I know I do this every year, but I feel like it's it's necessary. But man, 2017 to think that we were doing this, and I say we, me, Darian Craig, who's now the all sweet teaser, my buddy Big C, who just got engaged two days ago. Who knew he could get a woman, let alone somebody that would agree to marry him? Big C, still one of my best friends to this day, just like Darian is, and. Uh, we started this doing Instagram live, man. Now there are Instagram lives and TikTok lives and everybody's got a live. They're live streaming their fishing podcast. Beep, beep, beep. Hang on. Where is it at? Hey, I got a fishing live show. They're everywhere now. And, uh, man, we just on social media and, and there weren't that many at all. And it started with really humble beginnings. And even if you go further than that back, Wesley Strader and I were doing really the first kind of you know, versions of this, when I was fishing the FLW tour and traveling with the W, we were, we were going live at night after, you know, after our uh, days on the water and stuff and on Instagram live. And then that kind of morphed into, Hey man, I want to do a, I want to do a show. I want to do, I want to figure out how to, how, how can we get decent audio and how can we make this feel like a podcast, but do it on a platform like Instagram where it's free. And, and y'all have all heard the stories. We had amazing shows back then from Roland Martin and, Jimmy Houston and Bill Dance, Larry Nixon, you know, all these people that I had on and it was on Instagram live. And so it would disappear because I did not even own a computer. That's where the name came from. Low budget live. I had some music equipment that I converted into podcast equipment. And that's, that's kind of how it all started. And to think where it's at now, I'm sitting here and, and really a, a room that I, I built for, for this reason, you know, it's a home office as well, but the bar and grill was, man, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. This was all, all because of this show that, that I did this and to think where it's at now, where we have sponsors, we have the low lifers that tune in each and every week. And, uh, and I just want to say thank you. And I know I do that a lot and, and maybe it gets, gets lost in the shuffle of the show, but I, I do, I say it every week because I do mean it because, um, getting to come out here once a week and do this is, is awesome, man. It's, it's so cool, but uh, I've been reminiscing. And I think I talked about that a few weeks ago when I was in, in hot Springs, I was reminiscing about the old FLW days and just so much has changed in, in the world of professional fishing, but so much has changed in my world personally, since all this started, whether that be, uh, you know, like I said, personal life stuff, losing my mother, losing my grandfather, uh, some crazy, you know, crazy things have happened outside of that. And then, and then professionally my life, you know, with TH Marine has changed so much. That company's changed so much. My, my day to day, my dynamics there have changed. And, and then our bass fishing industry, man, in six years. So it's, and I think that as I, if I've, as I've turned 40, that's what's kind of hit me the hardest as I think about like the triple threat and I've been together 10 years. And to think what's changed in our lives in 10 years, but to think since this show started in six years, what's changed in our little, our little world. And man, 
time does fly by. It's very cliche, but it does. It, it flies by and you've got to try to get a hold of it and you got to try to enjoy each and every day. And that's something I'm trying to tell myself more and more. Um, as I, as I get older, man, take it all in, enjoy each day, but, uh, cannot thank you enough, you low lifers. And we didn't do a special show and I'm hoping we'll get to in a couple weeks. So, um, an in-studio guest, I'm hoping we get to do a, do a real fun one here as, as I'm recording this today, Justin Atkins in second place, uh, unofficially on Bass Track this morning up at Champlain, they postponed today. So they're going to finish up as you're listening to this on Monday. So I'm not sure what the, the results are going to be of that. But but Justin, of course, won the Forcewood Cup that this show started at. And and he and I got to be friends during that time frame. And, and he's one of my close, close friends to this day. Somebody that I pull for just exponentially. And he, he and his family are just fantastic people. And uh, – to see him doing good this week was just like, damn, I've got to, I've got to talk about the LBL anniversary, six years of this, and uh, don't plan on going anywhere in, anytime soon. But I'm hoping we get Justin in the bar and grill when he gets back from this New York run. He always does well at the St. Lawrence River. And he went from absolutely being on the bubble of getting kicked out of the Elite Series to this week, hopefully going to make that top ten, certainly look like it today to vaulting himself up into the 50s in the points, and really a, a fighter's chance at making the classic, man. So with one to go on the schedule at St. Lawrence where he has some top 10s and, and almost a win, you know, a couple years back. So holy crap. So cool to see. Atkins loves August. He should – August Atkins. That's what he should have named his sweet daughter is August Atkins because he, he shows up and shows out in the month of August. But one of the best fishermen I know, and he's having a, uh, you know, kind of a rough time on the Elite Series, uncharacteristically so, and it's it's been fun to see. But it, it's it's crazy that it's been six years and all that kind of ties together. But I, I love having here, him here in the bar and grill. So try to get him in and on, uh, you know, to reminisce about that a little bit. I like to do that. You all know we did that two years ago. And then last year I had – Big C and Darian in in uh, the bar and grill with me to celebrate that as well. But uh, can't say enough thank yous, though. Can't say enough thank yous. Uh, it would be fun to do like a best of show to smash a bunch of things together. That that That's something that I don't know that I have the patience to go back and edit. Or wa- I don't watch, and I know a lot of people are like, like this week I had, I had a, had, I kind of, I got called out on something I said. And uh, didn't even remember saying it. I don't watch this back. I know that may surprise some of you. But when I edit, like I don't ever, once I hit record and then I turn the record button off, I don't really know. I mean, I I, I can remember certain things, I guess, but but I just don't go back. I don't, I don't, I'm not fascinated in watching myself. <laughs> and, uh, and so I don't, I don't know a lot of times what goes back. And so I think if I went, went back and watched those old episodes, I might throw up. <laughs> I'll just be honest. I don't know if that's something that I could do to go back and hear this weed eater freaking sounding voice. Uh, but just just to think, you know, in six years, we didn't even have this. Didn't even have that. Didn't even have that. Six years ago when we started. Just think about that. Didn't even have that. Uh, but it's uh, it's crazy to think about, man. It's crazy to think about bass fishing uh, being the basis of this show and, and being one of the, 
one of the uh, biggest loves of my life since I was a small child. And to think that, that I could get to do this weekly and, and, uh, it's and people tune in. It's awesome, man. So thank you. Thank you. I know I've said that to the point it's redundant, but thank you so much. We'll say a quick thanks to the sponsors. Startron, Starbright, they've been in there since that that uh, six years ago. We put a bottle of Startron, really as a goof, on the table, and then it turned into shaking the Startron bottle. Startron kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater and your chainsaw, most importantly, in your outboard engine. Nobody likes an outboard engine being gummed up by stupid dumb ethanol. So pour some Startron in the tank and kick it in the teeth enzyme powered fuel treatment right there pro guide batteries new here in the last couple of years to the low lifer life but good folks nonetheless and mighty fine batteries pro batteries.com is where you can find those you can use code lbl10 they want to let you save money if you so choose to buy some pro guide batteries if you're a low lifer lbl10 Get you some of the lithium trolling motor batteries. Try one of those lithium starting batteries. You will not regret it. ProGuideBatteries.com. BaitWorks.com. Bait-Works.com. Bait-Works. W-R-X. W-R-X.com. Get asked about that all the time. Bait-W-R-X.com. Duncan-10. D-U-N-K-I-N. Like the donuts. Saves you money there. You can get the LOB jigs, the jigs with the Low Budget Live logo on the pack, a custom-built trocar hook, power, finesse jig, and I got to throw that bad boy some this week. And it gets a bite. It'll get a bite, y'all. I, I I am very proud of how it turned out. I know I keep saying that. It's available in seven colors in the finer-than-frog hair skirt material. Get them at baitworks.com. Come, hope y'all took advantage of that sale they had, that, that square bill sale they were running on their striking plugs last week. Good daggum people there in Springfield, Missouri. Check them out, baitworks.com. Last but not least, hang that stinking banner. Right there, some of y'all say that banner's crooked, and I it, it could be. I, I, I eyeball stuff, you know, and it's been hanging there for a couple years now. And we are very grateful for the folks at Express Boats in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Something that changed since this show started six years ago is certainly they have them a Bassmaster Classic and some of them old blue trophies in the office there in Hot Springs, Arkansas. The original all-wielded aluminum bass boat. 21 feet of fury that x21 is 96 inch beam c deck bow to stern yamaha 250 show giving it the best hole shot in the game in my opinion i said that the other day somebody said what about a blah 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 what about this boat what about that boat i don't know i don't have those but i do know that sucker goes zip, zip, right out of the hole buddy just zip, this deep zip. love it Absolutely love that boat. More, tack- more tackle storage than you can shake a stick at. And got to spend some time in that boat this week. I am uh, I am on Operation, uh, I call it Take My Life Back. What I mean by that is the water is where I think so many of us find our our center, you know. And uh, I got in some afternoons this week, got, got back on the water a good bit. So uh, grateful for that opportunity to get to do that in an express boat because they've been building excitement since 1966. And if any of y'all comment, well, a sponsor takes 20 minutes to read through his 
bonchers. It's never taken 20 minutes, dude. Not one time. I see those comments all the time, and I'm like, okay. Um, they're like, I like listening to this show you do every single week, but I don't want you to get any benefit at all from having sponsors. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the intro does, you know, I've got the same format of the show, and the intro does take uh, take some time because it's part of the show for me. It's what I, what I enjoy doing. Uh, before we get to the interviews and all the and all the good stuff, I also want to say real quick too that uh, I'm working on. I don't want to say changing things, but adding to low budget life. I'm working on it. Um, a new side of low budget life, maybe this is a good way to put it. Still finalizing some details. Could happen as early as this week, so pay attention. Could be, could be some, uh, you know, just kind of a different, a different spin, different spin. So, so pay attention to that. Six years in, I kind of want to add two things. Want, want to do some different things. Want to do some different things. Uh, as I mentioned there, fishing is life, and it felt good to get out on the water this week, man. I got to uh, go with the lob, little Trey Swindle, and put a beat down on some Tennessee River bass. I got to uh, fish down on Wilson Lake. Down there for some shallow water smallies and largemouth on some top water. Come on. Had a had a good week, man. Good week. Like I said, taking life back. So mentally, I think it's important to uh you gotta take care of yourself, man. You gotta you got to uh no matter if stuff's getting to you, stressing out about work and uh in the real world, you gotta find what centers you up. And uh, being on the water, golly, man, I just like being there when I, I like going in the afternoons during the summertime, even as hot as it is. When the sun's going down, right at, right at, man, that is like my favorite time. I don't even know how to really describe it, but that's my favorite time of day all year in the summer. Like that, that like hour window, not necessarily because like the fish are by, it's just, I love that. I love that. Um, whatever that is, bottle it up and I'll, you know. I'll drink it. I love that. But uh, got to do that a few afternoons this week. Made made the time to do it. I think that's important, man. Make the time to do it. But uh, got to do that this week. And and uh, in between, watching that Bassmaster Elite Series up there on Champlain, watching that live scope battle go down. <laughs> I was texting with Zona about it, you know, because last week I think I said the water's high on Champlain. Flippers paradise because I can remember a time if the water ever got high on Champlain, largemouth were going to run off and leave everything. But I think it's twofold what's going on. You've got the smallmouth in there have exploded, have certainly exploded, but we can exploit them now with forward facing sonar like never before. And I know a lot of people are for it and I know a lot of people are against it. I personally enjoy it, I don't like watching it as much on live, even commentating it. I don't, I do like learning and I feel like there are things you can pick apart from, from watching the guys that are super dialed, like a Cody Huff, a Patrick Walters, a Justin Atkins, uh, Fujita. I won't even try to say his first name cause I'm going to butcher it. Uh, but watching, watching these guys that are super dialed with forward facing the little adjustments they make, whether it's in lure weight, uh, whether it's in line size, different things, and, and that's things I've picked up on commentating MPFL 
but that you start watching, you know, when you're watching Bassmaster Live. But but I get why people don't enjoy watching it because it is watching a guy stare at a screen, and uh, it's just where we're at. It's just where we're at. It has again in six years to think about of this show to think about that where we are. We're seeing August Champlain weights through the roof. Some of the best stringers we've seen in an elite series on Champlain ever, if the best. And it's all smallies. Largemouth aren't even playing a factor at all for the most part. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy to see. It really is crazy to see. But uh, it's one of those things that if I was doing it, if I was up there, I would be doing backflips on the boat. But if I'm watching it, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the drama of watching them trying to get them in is, is still kind of exciting on light line, but y'all drop a comment is, uh, where are you at on that? Where are you, where are you at on watching live, live scoping? <laughs> where are you at on that? I see it. I see people, I don't want to watch this. And some people are like, you're just an idiot because you can't afford it. And those battles take place online, but where are you at? on the live broadcasting of live scope. It's not going anywhere, obviously, and it's super fun to do. You can catch a lot of bass, but where are you at on that? Where are you at on that? Live watching, live scoping. It's a thing, and you're going to get more of it at the St. Lawrence River. It's not going anywhere, and I think that technology, you know, is all, is, is going to only get better, and, and uh, you know, what the future holds is – Kind of scary in that light. And y'all know I'm a Garmin guy. I love live scope. I have since the beginning, but man, it is uh, certainly changing things by the minute. Uh, Bassmaster Elite Series, you've got uh, you've got a really interesting, uh, really interesting group in that top ten going into Monday. Looks like with with some names, you know, the, the Jay Shakur, it's the Alex Redwines, uh, Justin Atkins in the mix. Fujita is just freaking smashing up there. It it is fun to watch that, and I think that's what the Elite Series has given us this year is is the common household names have really not been in the mix as much, and it's a lot of new names, and it's been really fun to watch these guys develop and, and, uh, into superstars. And it's like Brandon Cobb, he's got a big lead leaving Champlain headed in the St. Lawrence river for the angle of the year. And, uh, couldn't happen to, to a better guy, Brandon freaking Cobb with a chance to pull it off there at St. Lawrence going to be, uh, going to be a photo finish. It really spread out this week at Champlain though. Cause I was talking when I had Joey C on about how tight that race was, and it's really uh, – it, it, there's a bigger gap in it now, for sure. He's got a, a several-point lead there over uh, over Kyle Welcher. All right, we're going to get the sauce from this this man right here. This man right here. He's been on this year already. Uh, he's been on a, on a few times. He is one of those guys that will call me on my BS. I, I like it. Uh, when he disagrees with me, he'll, he'll shoot me a text. He'll call me. He's on the MLF side of things. He was leading the Angler of the Year race going to that last event and barely, I'm talking about barely, a five-point deficit from winning it. Ends up 16th in the final event. Doesn't make the top 10. Wasn't able to take it home. He has he started his professional career on the Bassmaster Elite Series just in 2017. So the same year this show starts. And in that time frame, 
in that time frame, he's won just over a cool million dollars. Bass fishing millionaires running around wild. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get him on the phone. He's a new daddy this year as well. Alton Jones Jr. He'll probably like send me the voicemail or something. Everybody's been doing that lately. What's up, Luke? Little Alton. You'll always be Little Alton to me, by the way. Welcome to Little uh, Budget Live. <laughs> it's like, Thanks, man. I do that. Anybody, uh, everybody always asks if that bothers me, the whole Little Alton thing. or but it is, It's what I've gone by for forever. Anybody that knows my dad, that's just who I am. I'm well, it's Alton. just, it's it's for me, it's like you and Sam George. Y'all are bros, and Sammy's my little buddy, but Sam will always be little Sammy to me. I don't care. I know he's a dad. You're a dad now. You guys are growing up. I'm getting fatter and older by the minute. But I am right there behind you, I promise. It happens, bro. It happens quick. But yeah, you you he'll be little Sammy and you'll be little out and forever. I can't I can't help myself. I apologize. And you are anything but little out. And that's I I, dude, I just read the stat line. And I like to do this for guests because you don't strike me as a guy that's uh, you're too busy. First of all, to go looking through your stat line, you got you're out here filming, you're catching the crap out of them all the time, all over the country with BPT. But, dude, since 2017, and I remember this very well because you 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 got into the Elite Series, you'd been trying, mm-hmm. you and Sammy y'all took travel around the yeah. country in the opens, and you get to the Elite Series. So just six years. It's six years, dude. You've won over a million freaking dollars. That's that's awesome. I mean, I, bass fishing millionaires are not easy to find in the winning in the winnings <laughs> category, buddy. And that that's that's freaking great. Well, I, I tell you, the trick to making a million dollars is bat in bass fishing spending <laughs> about two. I was gonna say and start then, with two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's been it's been a wild ride. You know, it's it's had its ups and downs, but. I mean, the last three years, especially, I mean, have been everything I could dream of more um, from a competition aspect. Yeah, man. And I, and I had you on, I guess, earlier this year, we've, we've done LBL a few times together and, and you're always a guy I genuinely enjoy speaking with. And, and I, I think I asked you why now, why is it firing on all cylinders? Cause you've always shown signs. I mean, dude, we knew I say we, I think as an industry, you're out there touring around with your dad. You grew up on the trail. You always had an addiction to bass fishing. We always just knew, mm-hmm. all right, he's going to be one of those guys that we're going to have to deal with. Like, he's going to catch them. And now, dude, it's like you're just, like, mixing it up with the Ott Defoe's and the and the Jacob Wheelers and the Jordan Lees. And, like, dude, you're one of those names now. Like, I don't think you could have a conversation of top ten – doing it right now and and your name not be on that list man at all and that's uh it's a hell of an accomplishment man you know i it's it's weird to even even say those names next to mine because like i tell people this all the time like i don't know how it works out i don't feel like i i'm as good as these guys you know and i i think that's i think that's a good thing um because it makes you work harder you know i i think obviously had a really good base you know we've talked about it before kind of the inside track that i had to just seeing the life of a bass pro learning these lakes seeing how to break them down um but you know i 
<clears throat> when I got to the opens, I took a beating, mm-hmm. when I, you know, and I kind of had to get my feet kind of, kind of like learn that next year of work ethic. Um, the next year I qualify for the elites. I take a beating. I kind of got to find, okay, there's another gear I got to find over that. And, and every year, year over year, whether it was elites or bass pro tour, um, I've had to kind of dig a little deeper, um, be it, uh, whether it's in practice, in the tournament, uh, pre-practice, um, and just kind of, kind of say like, I'm just tired of losing, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you look at in, in, in seeing guys like, you know, you've got Jordan and Lucas and Wheeler. I mean, guys that are winning angler of the year's classics, you know, BPT championships. And like, it's frustrating. I mean, those guys are like in my age group. Yeah. Know? And so it, it shows you what is possible. Um, and so it's, uh, it's just kind of you gotta you gotta kind of let it light a fire under you and 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 get to work. I th- I think and and like you said, those guys you you guys are in that same age bracket uh, for sure. And and to be that's that's actually you kind of threw me off my game even saying that because I'm thinking, oh my god, <laughs> those guys all are around the same age and they're just crushing life. <laughs> As <laughs> professional bass fish right. makes me feel like the biggest loser sitting here right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, holy crap! What are I you doing you, with I, your life, I buddy? Fake, I, I don't know about crushing life. I fake it till I make it. I promise you. I run around like a chicken with my head cut off as much as anybody. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I love that though. You you said something about you don't consider yourself one of those names, and I I think that's important in life. A friend of mine and I we were talking about that this week, and and no matter whether whether it's fishing whatever it is, music, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing and your regular job, if you, you can't mm-hmm. read the press and I don't think you can ever get comfortable because I think the second you do in life, unless you've just got a gajillion dollars in a trust fund and you can just uh, go live on an Island somewhere. And that's, you know, that's a very, very small percentage of people. In the world. Who doesn't have that? Yeah. Who doesn't have that? I think yeah. you've got to, uh, you got to stay hungry in life. Cause I have people ask me all the time. They're like, dude, why do you do so many things? Like you've got a, you've got a good career. Why do you, and I'm like, man, I live like I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? Like I, right, I right. that guy, I said it last week on the show, uh, in a reference to homeless people in Nashville, Tennessee, you'd have to see the episode a uh, little Elton, uh, <laughs> is I could be that guy, right? Like I'm not taking shots because I know I walk a fine mm-hmm. line of, of, <laughs> you know, being the guy in a cardboard box. That's just been my whole whole thing and uh yeah. and i think that's very it, it's a very good way to live man and i think that yeah. uh fake it till you make it's another another good statement because <laughs> on paper especially with fishing at the end of the day when we look at the standing sheet i always say this there's such a paper thin line between first place and 50th such oh, a it's, fine it's line. incredibly thin incredibly thin i mean i'm i'm sitting here while we talk watching watching some of the stuff from champlain and you can just look at how stacked those weights are yes. and i mean one bite one bite can be the difference and i mean you look at the dude that finished 52nd and missed the cut he smashed them this week he For was sure. so close the other you know and, and so. on a lake like that though there's a difference in a 310 and a 312 you know what i yeah, mean just like absolutely. your whole week absolutely can be changed yeah. right there um yeah well i think it's uh Something that's interesting, I was just, you know, putting some notes down and, and thinking just about your career and, and your mm-hmm. overall style. And it's cool. Your dad, and I, I've talked about this on the show, your dad, when I was a kid, was just that guy. And when he was on his runs, 
in the nineties and, and I can remember the TNN Bassmaster days, but he was one of the guys that made me go, all I want to do is sight fish for bass to my own dad. I'm like, take me somewhere. I can see a bass right now. And he's like, well, it's February, right, right. Tennessee. We can't see one son. That tournament was last year that we're watching on TV. Yeah. And I was like, but I want to be able to see one. And, and yeah. I got obsessed with it, but I would watch and I would read his magazine articles and things. And you are a guy it's cool seeing you cause you're a fantastic sight fisherman. And I love that because <laughs> you excel at it and it's like watching your dad, but then you're this guy that, Oh, I'm throwing glide baits. Oh, I'm out here throwing a, a jerk bait on, on forward facing, but like you've adopted all, you're so dang versatile, but I feel like that speaks to everyone in that group. You mentioned that generation, you guys, hmm. you guys aren't one dimensional at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, really, you know, when it comes to like longevity in this sport, uh, consistency is, is the name of the game. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, the, the home runs are, are what we all live for. But, like, especially, like, especially if you're semi-early into your career, those $10,000 checks are what you survive off of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you've just got to be able to adapt and adjust and, and uh, really just not be too stubborn. You know, I a lot of guys, I'm one of the – everybody on tour, I mean, I, I, I'm good at sight fishing. Like I said, that's my strength, but like everybody on tour, they grew up fishing one body of water, one region. And I feel like they're masters at one particular thing. Now they're versatile. They can do it all, but I kind of feel like I don't have that particular thing. Cause I grew up fishing all across the country. I never spent a bunch of time on a single body of water. Um, you know, so I fish a couple of days on Champlain every year, a couple of days at Okeechobee every year, a couple of days at Grand Lake every year, a couple of days in Minnesota every year. So like, I've actually kind of been thinking about this a lot, you know, as I'm getting further into my career, we're designing baits and doing just a little bit more of the business side with companies. And, and I'm like, they're like, well, what, what, you know, what are you a master at? And I'm like, nothing. (laughs) I love that. You don't (laughs) have to be. (laughs) I'm like, like, I'm like trying to get all, all, all smart and sciencey with it. And I'm, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm not a master at anything, but I'm, I'm decent at a lot of things. And so uh, I, I credit that to, you know, my upbringing and then just uh, really, really just the way competitive fishing is now, if you're not, you're just going to, you're going to pay the price. But I do feel like though, you strip all that away. And if Alton Jones Jr. has got his pick, he's going somewhere where they're laid up on the bed. <laughs> oh yeah. No, there, there's no doubt. I mean, that's, that's, I was going to say now, all, all, you are, a ma- I do feel like you're a master at that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm good at it. So, I mean, you say I'm a master at it, but dude, like my dad will still outside fish me. Really? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how old's your dad now? It's just a, it's just a patient game. Uh, 60. So he's, he's still got them peepers on him though. He can still see yeah, him good he's, at 60. That's one, of the, that's one of the things in the Jones family. We got that 2020 vision, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so, that's so two, awesome. Two things I got looking looking well for me in the fishing world is a, is a full head of hair and, uh, and some good eyes. So. See, my dad, he can't see anything and he's bald. And I just, I'm so mad right now. That's not that's a, a, that's that's a not rough fair. Combo. It's a rough guy. Co- and I'm losing my <laughs> damn hair. And, I've always, dude, I had eagle eyes, okay? Like, that's always been my, and as I get, okay, I'll admit this on camera, I'm getting to where I can't see them as good, and I don't like I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll, I'll be with buddies that are like, you see that one? And I'm like, mm-mm. 
I don't. And used to, I was the guy that was seeing them when nobody else in the boat was seeing them. And I'm like, right, right. 40 is, I mean, a, is a rough mountain to climb, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can, I can definitely, I mean, I would say I can't see as well as I could seven or eight years ago, but I'm still, I still, I still feel pretty comfortable doing it. Yeah. You're still G cracking them in the head, dude. You're uh, exactly. <laughs> do you think that, uh, and, and that, that's something that I, I wanted to talk about is, your relationship with, because that's not a, that's not an atypical company. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that is, uh, I think it's really cool that your career has exploded and you've been able to use their products and bring Mm -hmm. them to people that really didn't know Mm -hmm. who the heck they were just Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. And I think that's, that's so cool to see because, the fishing industry, and I talk about this week in and week out, but it it is it's a lot tougher now. And I think you can speak to that as well. Sponsorships mm-hmm. aren't easy. Those relationships yeah. are very yeah. tough now, way tougher mm-hmm. than ever before. Mm-hmm. So being able to, and, and what I mean, not that atypical, I'm not talking about a striking, right? It's not a Berkeley. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. And, yeah. and dude, they, they invested in you. You're their yeah. guy, and you're like, oh, hey, guys, watch this. Grand Slam. Grand slam for G crack. <laughs> Talk about how that, how that relationship has been. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been awesome. So, you know, uh, when COVID hit, uh, I'd, I'd actually found G crack just for, just like the fall before COVID hit, um, and, and fell in love with their bellows gill and sight fishing with it and, you know, doing all that. When COVID hit, I lost my current bait sponsor. Uh, you know, they just, decided to budget cut mid-season and 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 so i ended up running into kazuki kitajima who is a pro staff manager for g-crack usa at a boat show and uh he had known he he'd gotten me some baits so we just started talking and i was like hey you know this fall i don't have a bait sponsorship if you want to talk let's talk no 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 big deal and so we did um you know they uh they were just kind of trying to get their feet wet in the in the u.s market and and here i was needing a needing a base sponsor so you know we decided to decided to link up and um it's it's been an, it's been an awesome relationship you know it's uh, it's really like you, know, you talk about glide bait addictions and things like that dude i'm so far down the rabbit hole in the jdm market you wouldn't even believe it. like if you saw if you saw the boxes that come to my house you'd be like what does this guy fish for I don't even know. Like, <laughs> so, um, so you got the fuzzy uh, dice around there. That's what you're saying. There's just stuff. That oh, just I, look, yeah, that, spiders I, and all kind that, of weird that, stuff. <laughs> I've had it, you know, it's, it's just been, uh, I'm every package I get, I can't read the package. It's all in Japanese, but, uh, you know, it's been really cool. Like they, I think they've, uh, they've opened my eyes and, you know, the JDM market and the U S market are very, very different. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I think we're, we're doing a really good job of kind of bringing in the blend of both. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely, uh, a need for some of their tactics and, and things like that, but it also kind of needs to be Americanized at the same time because our fishing styles are so different. Um, so it, I actually spent all day in the boat with, uh, one of the guys from G crack yesterday and 
uh, had dinner last night and we're sitting down sketching baits and it's it's crazy that the ideas and the things that they come up with but it's it really allows me to think outside the box and it's it's kind of cool when you go to places like Gunnersville, one of the most pressured lakes in the country where i have things that i can throw at these mega schools of fish that i'm fairly confident they've never seen before so it's, it's, it's neat to have that in your pocket yeah inject that into my veins dude like i like i yeah. love that i I have scoured what is it the uh, the hookup out in Arizona the JDM yep. website I've scoured yep. that thing for hours looking just for I love little uh, and I think you and I have talked about this before I'm obsessed with and this is a real like weird I'll call it a fetish even it's a really weird thing in life <laughs> uh, the bait fish on the Tennessee River are tiny this time of year and they are all over the mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. and you can catch and I and I have done this for many many years but. Other than sight fishing in the in the fall, like I'm obsessed with schooling fish, and I always have been yep. since a kid, and it's just fun, right? But it's very frustrating, and yeah. I have got some sneaky little <laughs> JDM stuff that I've found over the years, little bitty baits that catch yep. big bass, and yep. dude, I'm constantly though scouring because they do have, <laughs> and I guess it's that, uh, and you can speak to it more than me but it's gotta be the fishing pressure thing, I guess, that makes them think Mm -hmm. in that vein. Yeah. And so, uh, I actually, I spent a lot of time with them at ICAST and I had no idea the fishing pressure that those lakes get, you know, they, they, you know, we, we have fishing pressure over here at Rayburn and Fork and Gunnersville, but I watched a video of one of the guys, he was headed out on Lake Biwa and the entire lake looked like Harney Pond. when they're spawning like i mean it was boats everywhere and i was like "Mm, i'm starting to understand why they fish the way they do um and uh you know their now their forage is definitely different over there but but their fishing pressure is is next level so they really really have to be super dialed i mean you look at any japanese professional angler that's here in the states and they probably have some of the most dialed tackle that you will ever Mm -hmm. see and you, you kind of start to understand that. And as we see, I mean, dude, forward-facing sonar, while it's been an amazing tool and people can fight back and forth on whether it should be legal or not, but it's made bass fishing tougher in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and you and I are Garmin guys. Got, We're Garmin fans, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I actually yeah, said this absolutely. before I, I called you. I, mean, it's, I love LiveScope, but it is changing things. It is changing. It things. is changing things. I mean, it's making fish smarter. It's These are fish that used to not see baits. Now they're seeing baits. They used to go chase shad in the middle of the lake late in summer and never get touched so that when they come back shallow, you're fishing for fresh fish, and that's just not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – you know, as they as they get more educated, I I definitely think you're going to see see weirder, crazier tactics become more of a norm. I mean, you know, I think we're in the infant stages right now. You know, you got guys Demiki rigging and hover strolling and mid strolling, and I think that's that this is the infant stage of of where this is headed. When you start talking about all this stroll, hover, strolling, mid stroll, you might as well be speaking <laughs> Japanese to me, dude, because I <laughs> I hear this stuff. It's like BFS. Ba- yeah. yeah. Bait for, this is the BFS system. BFS. I've been seeing that a bunch lately, and I'm like, I don't even yeah. know. What does BFS stand for? I'm not sure. I'm scared. Like reading all these posts, it's, I'm like, I don't even know if I can go bass fish anymore. I don't even know if I've got the time to, to do this. All anymore. you need to know about BFS is it makes a fairy wand look like a flipping stick. That's what I'm you saying. Know? Yeah, wonder. Yeah, yeah I, I see some of the baits uh, that are that are popping up in that in that world and uh, that BFS stuff, and it's it's really interesting because uh, I like you just said. I think that I'm finesse. 
with like some six pound mm-hmm. braid and some little sneaky stuff. And then I look at that stuff and I'm like, right. I, I don't think I'm finesse fishing at all anymore. All right. Uh, I'll tell you though. I, 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 that's one of the, one of the places where I really, I mean, I'm throwing some micro small base, but I haven't gotten into that BFS stuff really yet. I mean, there's still a limit. Like when I talk about Americanizing some of their tactics, there is a limit to how finesse I will go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, cause because there's still so much of a speed side to the game over there. They're, you know, when I talk about the pressure, they're kind of getting on a spot sitting there trying to make that fish bite. And we just can't afford to do that as professional anglers. You know, we, we, we there, there's this, you kind of got to take that and just speed it up just a little bit. And that's kind of what we're trying to do with all of our baits. It's like that Van Dam mentality years ago. I remember a quote from him and I'll butcher it, but, but that he's fishing for the five most aggressive fish in the lake that he can find in yep. a day. Right. And even mm-hmm. if you're finessing, mm-hmm. that's essentially what you're doing because you're right. You don't yeah. have time, especially in your world on BPT with the score tracker, because that thing's going off constantly and you're getting mm-hmm. updates of what yeah. everybody and their mom's doing out there. And you got to yeah. try to keep your head in the game and, and adjust on the fly. And, and so, yeah, yeah. You, you're right. You don't have the time to sit there and let it soak. That is, that is certainly the the case, but uh, what's, what's the G crack. Don't they have a, a version of like this, this dice thing that we're seeing? What's their deal? I think I've seen you. So, yeah, we've what's got the, called? uh, we've got the emo kamushi um so uh, so, yeah exactly (laughs) so we've got a a 90 i think it's 95 millimeter a 60 millimeter and a 40 millimeter hey hey i don't even know know what that means i don't know what that means okay (laughs) so basically we got like a three and a half inch version like a a two and a quarter inch version and like a one and a half inch version oh gosh um, you know, the one and a half, the, the little 40 millimeter, that'd be similar size to the dice, uh, that, that has okay. kind of, you know, taking notice. Uh, but, but it's a, it's a, I'm going to, you, you're familiar with the cover scat, like the, oh, the yeah. high gravity yeah. sentence of baits. It's, it's, it's in that same family, right? Okay. So, uh, the emo ripper little history here is a G crack bait was created in 2017 was the first high gravity bait of its kind. So they were actually the creators of that whole class that people see as the cover scat class. And so essentially the emo Kamushi is an emo ripper just with skirt material all flung through it. And, uh, and they, they bite it. And it's, it's pretty incredible. It, it has like a, like I, I've, I've messed around a lot with it. it. It's even the fish that don't bite it. It has like a draw power, like a huh. glide bait does because really? they've never seen it before. Yeah. Um, I've had, I've had it, it's amazing the interest that it, that a fish gets, even the ones that don't bite it. I'm not saying it's magic and every fish bites it. Now there's it generates bites. Don't get me wrong, but the the intrigue that it gets is is incredible. And this is the emo kamushi. That's how I got to say emo that. kamushi. I M O. Yeah, I M O. Okay, I was thinking emo like you know hipster no. kid emo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, emo rock. Right. Emo. I'm writing that down because I'm gonna. I'm. See, ladies and gentlemen, you get this after a day after I record, so I'm already going to be on the internet and have all these balls. Before they're already going to be sold out. They're yeah. going to be sold out before the low lifers <laughs> can get to them anywhere on the internet. Trust me, that's the benefit of recording on a yeah. Sunday and uploading on a Monday. <laughs> I have done that multiple times. I've seen me do it <laughs> when I get the you goods on the show. I've seen like me that. do it on this show multiple times. I was picking Taku's brain on here one day, and he's just giving me. I mean, I'm talking about like I, my. 
I, I think my jaw might have been on the floor for mm-hmm. the entire interview because he was just dropping what I felt like were just nuggets. And I'm going, I mm-hmm. hope people aren't listening to this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's some I, good I, stuff, you know, man. Getting in the boat with, uh, you know, him or uh, Kenta or even Fujita would be, it's just like, it's on my bucket list. Like, of course, yeah. I've, I've spent some time, a, a very small amount of time talking to Taku uh, on the phone with Jordan uh, at a couple times where we stayed <laughs> together. And I'm just like, I'm just like drooling. Yeah. The, the, I want to hear, I think, be a fly on the wall for a conversation between Taku and Joe. I think I need the Jordan Lee Taku. I mean, I almost think it's like him and Zona are buddies, but I almost feel like there needs to be a translator there. Uh, but I will say that that I because I was uh, I hooked all that up through he had been with Zona and Zona had told him, "Hey, you need to you need to do LBL," and uh, and, and I don't know Taku, and we did it, and man, it was it's one of my favorite will always be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever had the the uh, you know ability to do and and i thought i worried about it it was funny like i text him and i said hey talk to you this is luke duncan with low budget live mark zona gave me your number and he said hi i'm taku <laughs> that was his reply back to my text and i was like this guy is amazing and we yeah, had dude he's just got that like i've never met him in person but i mean i've been watching him oh, you know yeah. just like we all have as a fan and uh you just can't help but smile watching him. So yeah, that's what he's definitely say. he's one of the anglers that I, 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 I I'm a fan of the sport as big as anybody else. I've got my man crushes, you know. For sure, anglers, yeah. You know? He, he's he's one that I would love to love to go fishing with. Yeah, and I and I told him that I'm like Taku, we got to go to Pickwick. Like I got I got to go see what <laughs> Taku does down here on the home pond. I think that would be fantastic. The only problem I got with him is he beat Justin up there on the St. Lawrence river, you know, and I, and I got a yeah, my boy, yeah. you know, and I know, he, that's I when know. He, hey, he's got him another shot. This week. He's, he's catching him up. I know. I'm like, I'm nervous, man. I'm, I'm uh super nervous. I was nervous yesterday cause he didn't get off to a real fast start. And I'm like, come on, dude. I do. You and me both. Uh, I, you know, I talked to Justin almost daily. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, I talked to him last night, but I was like, dude, I checked Bass Track at like noon. I was out on the water filming and I was like, no. Yes. Then he, he ended up pulling it out. Yeah. And he ends up smashing it. Yeah. Cause he had texted me the night before and he goes, dude, it's a huge day for me tomorrow. Like, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta keep this going because, man, and I talked about this as the first of the show, but it's incredible for me. And I don't think people, this, that, that razor's edge we talked about or paper fine, you know, thin line. Mm-hmm. Justin's one of the best anglers in the, in the country, period, end of story. Mm-hmm. His finishes the last couple of years on the Elite Series do not show that, but Justin is as dialed as anybody, um, mm-hmm. and 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 as confident of an angler as I've ever been around. And since making the switch from BPT back to the Elite, he's just he struggled. I mean, that's the only way mm-hmm. you can put it, and he'll self admit it. But to go yeah. from two weeks ago being on the phone with him and really not know, same last fall, didn't know if he was going to be back, did not know. Yeah. Yeah, he he yeah. told me he's like, dude, I'm not like if I don't have two good tournaments, like I'm I'm having to figure life out. And now yeah. to hear them mention today, he's jumped up into the like you know fifty first, fifty second AOI, dude. With another good one at St. Lawrence, another, he could make it a classic. Yeah. Which which he's done, which he's had some. Yeah. That's where he finished second to Taku. That's so right. yeah, it's it's amazing how how uh, how roller coaster this sport is, you know, and talk. Um, and and how how we talk about how thin that line is and how many I mean, dude, phenomenal anglers I've seen 
I mean, growing up, I can, I'm not, oh, names, I may have said this on the show before, but like I've watched people come across that stage, like walk off in tears, mm-hmm. knowing that that's their last derby as yeah. a pro, you know? And these are guys that I'm like, I mean, teach, teach me a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, studs. So, I um, mean, it, it, you know, it, a lot of it is, um, there's some right place, right time in the sport for sure. Um, there's, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, striking while the iron's hot and, you know, I, I've had a phenomenal couple of years, but like, I, again, like we're, we're talking about that fine line and like, I think what pushes us as anglers is that this sport's so scary. Like why I work so hard is because I know how quick it can change. Yes. Right. And you want to like, uh, dude, you can, you can, you can get, you can go from the top to the bottom really, really fast. And it's, it, that, that's what, that's the scariest thing about this sport. I wake up every morning worrying about that next bite <laughs> because, oh, because it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to come by and, and, and that's how you provide for your family. And that's a, it's a, it's a tough thing to handle mentally sometimes. Well, and I, and I think that speaks volumes to you growing up around it and knowing, and, I, and this is not me throwing shade at the past because, and you can have mm-hmm. this debate in any sport. Right. Oh, LeBron yeah. and Jordan and blah, blah, blah. You know, we can do this. But I do think, and again, no disrespect, because I have a lot of heroes from the time frames way before the one we're speaking about now. It is harder today to make a living. It's always been hard to make a living as a professional. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. Let me start by saying that. But to compete now and to stay yeah. at that level, it's harder now than it's ever been. Period. End of story. It yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree with that statement. Um, you know, just we're we're in the age of like having unlimited information at your yes. fingertips. Like I can watch an exact. I mean, it used to be, dude. Like, I mean, you you name any angler, they go catch them on a on a on a square bill, and they could just say they were flipping. And this little square yeah. bill is their secret, and you know what I mean. That you had a photo from Gerald Crawford. Now is the whole story. You know, <laughs> like blast from the past. You know, uh, and, and and today, like, dude, if I want to see how some of the best guys from Japan or the best guys from California or the best guys from New York or Florida. I want to see Bobby Lane flipping mats. I see exactly how he does it. He can't hide mm-hmm. it. You know, so the, the learning curve is so sped up and you've got forward facing sonar and, you know, you got the, you've got the greatest of all time combos and whatnot. And I mean, there's, I mean, dude, there's guys that we talk about Kevin. I don't think anybody for a very long time is even going to rival that conversation. Um, but any sport advances. I think NBA basketball is harder now than it was 20 years ago. Yes. I think football is harder now than it was 20 years ago, just because we've got more athletes trying to do it. We've got smarter people that are getting better care, taking care of them. And, yes. you know, I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's just, it's the knowledge around the sports just so much more than what it used to be. Well, and you see all these, I mean, dude, like, like you're talking about Champlain right now, I'm, I'm looking at this top mm-hmm. 10 was watching earlier this morning before you and I got on and it's, it's a lot of young guys in your age range mm-hmm. and they are, mm-hmm. you know, the Cody and younger, Huff, and younger. yeah. Cody, Huff, you know, Cody Huff's yeah. a baby. I mean, Cody, I interviewed <laughs> Cody Huff two years ago after he won a college tournament to lead a Ben. I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. How are you? I hear good things about you, young man. And now he's like yeah. elite series pro Cody Huff. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. or three years ago, I think maybe yeah. whenever he wanted to lead it, but uh, whatever the case was, but he, he's just, and he's, there's a lot of them, dude. And there are more coming yeah. all the time. I mean, and it, it is, is so competitive. 
Like, it's crazy. I feel like a kid. I mean, I still feel like the same kid that was running around with Sam George staying at dirty hotels all across the country trying to save a buck. (laughs) But, like, I mean, I look at Marshall Robinson coming in. Yes. I'm 13 years older than he is. Jeez. Like, like, dude, I'm, I mean, to him, I'm an old man, (laughs) you know? I get it. So, uh, it's, it's, it's just crazy how, how young and, and competitive these guys are getting at young ages. Well, and Marshall's that's going to be a fun storyline to watch next year um, mm-hmm. because you're not going to be the only father-son combo now out there on that yeah. last pro tour. Yeah. That one's that one's mm-hmm. cool, and I think we're going to have Laker Hal there eventually too uh-huh. with Randy. That's going to happen. Lakers, yeah, and I, I, great I can angler. see Cal as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, that, that that's a whole that's a whole trio of a generation um, that I think can can do it su- successfully. And you know, prior to me, it had, it had been a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, Denny and Chad Danny really. Working probably the last yeah, Danny, Chad, Guido yeah. and Dion. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. yep. You know, I get, you know, Lawson, Lawson, Lawson and Dion. Lawson and Dion. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's cool to, cool to see, um, you know, just, some, just some more, some more people that are, that kind of walk the shoes that I walked and, uh, you know, be doing it. So let's, let's talk about the fact that this year your new dad, you you hadn't even been married long, man. Life's changed for for a little while. Well, you say long, it's almost it's coming up on seven years now. Seven so. years? I don't feel like you've been married dude. that long, dude. I don't I feel have, holy man. cow. I didn't. So I, have, I kicked off the show by saying this is six years of the show, and I swear, dude, I did not think you'd been married that long. Golly, time because uh-huh. because Sammy's uh-huh. not been married long, and I thought you were just right before him for some reason. I'm I'm in six and a half is what I'm holy at right now. Oh cow. no, I've been, yeah, I've been, I was married you, okay. four years before Sam. Yeah, I, so. for some reason I thought I, I don't know why I had that in my head. Um, had that oh, in my mind. Oh, I'm a marriage veteran, man. Don't You're a vet, dude. Yeah, you've been through the <laughs> trenches, dude. You've been Lasted yelled more at more than most pro bass fishing marriages, you know. You yeah, and you've been well. It's helped <laughs> that you won over a million dollars. You're successful at it. The, the ones that fail don't catch them. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you're you're doing fine. Uh, well, yeah, dude, you're a vet. You've been yelled at over using the wrong towels and and leaving stuff where you shouldn't so many times now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're a vet. I, you're breathing too loud. Yeah. You got you forgot that one. <laughs> yeah, snore. You snore. You were on your back. I had I got that one this week. I got I had to roll you over on your side. I was like, you were rolling me over like I'm a like in the hospital. Like, what are we? T- hey, what are we I'll, I'll admit though, most of it I deserve. Most of it. A million percent. Same here. Everything I get, I deserve. Uh, But new dad this year, though, man. And I think Mm -hmm. that, uh, first of all, that's just awesome. And uh, as a father, like, that's that's something that's just – it it changes your entire world. And Sammy just Mm -hmm. uh, became a father as well. So exciting Mm -hmm. to see. But you also, I feel like, upped the ante and what you're doing on the road by (laughs) – you've got Tyler with you capturing everything – for your trimmed up yep. series. And mm-hmm. I don't think, cause I did that one year and I don't think people mm-hmm. realize the chaos that that adds. And I know Tyler's a pro yeah. and he handles yeah. a lot of it, but that's just mm-hmm. that added pressure. So for me, I don't want it to be taken lightly at how awesome your season was <laughs> leading AOI going to the last event, only missing out by five points with a 16th mm-hmm. place. Oh, I just, yeah, he finished 16th. You just didn't make the yeah, top ten right. at the last one, right? Like that, that was in, that was like the most disheartening thing. I was like, I didn't even have a bad tournament. No, I had a pretty no. solid event. <laughs> like, it was, I'm like, I fall four spots, four yeah, spots. But you yeah. know, that tells you how good those guys are and how how good of a year you got to have for AY. Incredible, but to have the best season 
uh, consistency wise of your career on top of becoming a new dad on top of Thunderdome filming with Tyler all the time and making, cause you guys are just pumping out content and it's great. Content's Thanks, awesome. Um, it's entertaining. It, it, it shows, you know, the ups and downs. You've got Joe Lee doing the gritty, which I didn't even know what it was until I saw that. I still don't <laughs> think Joe knows what it is. Um, but, but dude, did that add any, I mean, obviously you performed, but it, did that add any pressure? Like the becoming a dad and the, the having Tyler film everything all this year, did that add any weight to your shoulders at all? Um, it, it did, you know, when I, when I hired Tyler, uh, I thought, um, oh, the, I, I'm going to hire him because I'm not really a huge fan of social media. It'll take work off my shoulders. No, it was like 10 times the amount of work. But at the same time, like, I think it just, it, it, it's good to just always stay sharp. Like there's kind of no off days. There's no off moments. You know, you're always, it's, you're just playing that game of chess in the sport, you know, whether it, and, and content and social media is a big part of it. So, um, you know, I, I think there's no one else I would have rather trusted, um, with my investment to, to form my brand than Tyler and, uh, you know, shameless plug. And then I'll get to him to the rest is if you're, if you're watching this right now, go check out AJ fishing in the trimmed up series. We yeah. put out like 37 episodes this year. Hit that button, hit um, that subscribe button. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, he, he, he really helped uh, a lot this year, man. He, he went above and beyond. And, um, I think at the end of the day, like, I've always kind of noticed this is I, I like fish better with a camera in the boat. I fish better with some, like someone like Tyler in the boat. Cause I talk through what I'm as weird as okay. it sounds. Like I talk to myself and it just makes me think more, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, but the biggest thing this year is did become a dad. We can't, yeah, can't huge, overlook man. that. Huge. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's a wild ride. Got a lot less sleep this year than I ever <laughs> have before. Um, but you know, and, and everybody jokes around about the baby pattern and whatnot. Um, you know, I think, I think having a child, uh, just puts some things in perspective, mm -hmm. you know, like of what's really important, like, uh, without going into any details, how he arrived was kind of a, a very stressful, uh, not fun moment. And, you know, it just kind of made me like, what's important in life is having a healthy wife and a healthy baby. And like really all this other stuff is like, like I stressed about that a lot as he arrived, you know, this is just, there were some scary moments there. Uh, and like, it just kind of made like the rest not feel scary, not feel stressful. I mean, even at Red Crest, like, um, I, I got a call that she was possibly going into labor and here I am in like second place in Red Crest. Wow. And I'm like, all of a sudden the fear of Red Crest, not that that's not what I'm scared of anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the nerves go not, away for the big competition right, days. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, you know, as I went to heavy hitters, he was seven days old, like, and Kelsey had just come out of surgery and like, there's just a lot of things like, you know, like I'm going to go, I'm going to go grind. I'm going to go do my job. I'm going to do this, but like the nerves just weren't what they normally would be. And I think it just kind of puts things in perspective, you know, what's of what's important. That's awesome, man. And I, I'm glad everybody's healthy and, and doing better. And, uh, and I think that's such a, I think that's such a good point. And I've talked about that in this episode already is 
uh, in my own personal life. Like you have to think you got to refocus sometimes. And I think that, you know, yes, you're a guy that posts a lot of content. Yes. You're a guy that fishes the Bass Pro Tour on the major league fishing side. And you're passionate about that. Um, but I think that, and we're, and we were joking about people in, in comments getting upset about live scope or things mm-hmm. like that. And, and there's just a lot more to life than just a rod and a reel and a bass. You know, yeah, and man, that I mean, matters dude, the most, right? Whether so, oh, so. I love MLF, I love bass, I hate live scope, Randy blocking yeah. stupid, I love Randy, you know, whatever the case is. <laughs> yeah, like, people right, get so right. fired up. And look, man, I, I do a show weekly where obviously I voice my opinion. You and I have had mm-hmm. multiple conversations mm-hmm. about that, but there are lots of things mm-hmm. that are more important than than all this craziness. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, and, and you know, at the end of the day, and I've I've had to I've had to just tell people some people like this on social media, like, dude, I'm just a guy trying to get a bite. That's all of this. Like, like and uh, you know, outside of that, it's all gravy on top. You know, someday I'm gonna lay my rod down and and for the last time and and, and at the end of the day, like how many bass I caught is not what defines my life. And that's right. Um, you know, you know, it you know, I, I I don't always do a good job, but uh, my faith is incredibly important to me. And, uh, you know, so just, just like I said, putting things in perspective is, is really important. And, and another thing, like after I've tasted success and I, I, I think you could ask any, any guy that's done this, like, like I've got a BPT trophy sitting here that I walk past every day. And when I won that trophy, I was like, this is it. It's the top, but then like that, yeah. yeah, this is it. But then like at the end of the day, like don't get me wrong, but it's a dream come true. The checks, check cash is great. It, it opens doors, but like, it's still just, it, it's gone. You know what I mean? It happened. In it's that in the moment. Past, yes. You know? that, yeah. Fleeting yeah. Moments. So, yeah man. you know, you, you the, the thing that, the thing that we all think we long for really isn't outside of that one moment when it happens, it's really not all that cracked up to be for the future. You man, know, Alton so. Jones Jr. Spitting like, the feels this morning seriously dude this is something <laughs> Just telling you what i've had to no, go through dude yeah. I, this is this is so crazy I, th- I think things work in very strange ways at times and you can almost manifest i think conversations that are happening uh it's very strange to me but i had this conversation with one of my best friends this week mm-hmm. it's like you uh and, and without going just in crazy detail but mm-hmm. it's dude when you get to like you set goals in life. And I think that's, I think that's an important thing to have, but I think once Mm -hmm. you achieve whatever that is, whether it's like, Oh, I want to make this much money or I want to win this tournament or I want to win this race or I want to, you know, climb Mount Everest or what, whatever your goal is when you get to them, a lot of times you've put in so much blood, sweat, and tears to get there. It's almost a, it's hard to appreciate it sometimes, but the moment, Mm -hmm. the moment, goes by so fast yeah and then it's just a thing and And then it's on to the what am i going to do next and we as a society Mm -hmm. now i feel like with social media and things it's this constant Mm -hmm. constant flow of information or entertainment or whatever and we don't Mm -hmm. ever soak those moments in as much also right like it's twofold Mm -hmm. but man when you get it you can't hold on to it very long because it's it's yeah. gone as quick as you get a hold of it. That, that's that's right. an amazing statement right. you made, dude. Amazing. That, statement. That's why that's why you can't put all your stock in in your your goals and achievements and all, all that. There's 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 more important things in life. Yes. Amen to that, dude. That was that was beautiful, Alton <laughs> Jones Jr. I love that. And and I because I it's it's funny. I've got friends 
now dear friends because of this show that uh play music professionally and and for some of my favorite bands that i've gotten to be friends with and dude you know i chase that uh and still write and play a lot and it's so funny being with them and dude in there and the getting to go to shows that they play at these amazing venues that were just dreams of mine as an 18 year old kid to get to step on those stages and they're just like yeah yeah, we're here. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. it turns yeah. into a job almost, and it's uh-huh. it's like, oh uh-huh. my gosh, these moments you chase aren't the most important yeah. things. And at the end of the day, it is family and it's relationships yeah. and and uh, and it's being a good person. And and uh, I think at the end of the day, that's that's all that matters, man. That was uh, that was epic stuff there from uh, Alton <laughs> Jones Jr., dude. And I and I gotta say, like, because you are. Talking about those moments, you're a guy that, uh, and and we can we can close with this today, man. I think you're a dude from the jump with the split that happened in 2019, and obviously well documented. And uh, you've always been a guy that if I said something that was, uh, you're like, hey, hey, whoa, that's not how that was going. And we've talked about that on the show. You're like, hey, dude, yeah, like yeah. I agree with you a lot. You are wrong yeah. on that. And I'm like, okay, well, tell me about it. And you'll call me and go, hey, mm-hmm. you're off. And then mm-hmm. I, on the next show, I'm like, hey. I'm wrong. Alton Jones Jr. told me I was wrong, or Justin Lucas called me and said hey, I was hey. wrong. Hey, I've been wrong before too. Hey, I want that to be million be, percent. Be, be well known. We, we, but, we uh, all we all are, but I, I think I've always I do appreciate, even if I disagree at times with whatever's going on, I appreciate the fact of you you're passionate and you have defended where you're at in life as far as the league. Like you have defended, mm-hmm. like, hey, it ain't all roses, dude. But yeah. this is where I'm at, and this is what we're doing. And and there was a comment you made on one of my videos not long ago. You're like, "Hey, I'm just here to let everybody know it's not it's not all bad." <laughs> right. And, and it was, right. A, and it was, a, and I and and I didn't want the podcast to be that it was all bad because I do have multiple good things to say. Like I think, well, it, have, it wasn't it, it, that, that comment. No, I know. I, no, 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 no. I know, was, I know it what it was. No, I know who it was. Yeah, okay. I know what it was. But I want to say okay. that it's cool to see that, though. It is cool to see that, and mm-hmm. it's okay to see that. Mm-hmm. Like so many times, yeah. people will jump on that. Like, oh, he's mm-hmm. just you know, home Homer, a hometown guy. But it's okay mm-hmm. to defend your people and your turn. Yeah. Just as well, yeah, it, it's so, that too. But I mean, I think if people saw what went on. um a little bit behind the scenes, you know, dude, like how many, how many calls and, you know, hours are spent and, and spreadsheets are done trying to get things right. I mean, dude, things have not been perfect by any, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm sure we can, we, you could have a five hour oh, show on yeah, that, of but, um, you know, uh, with the whole sport, know, by the way, not yeah. the, oh, yeah. with the whole no, sport, no doubt. Yeah, the whole and, industry, you know, just, yeah. just, there's a lot of, a lot of work. And I think, I think that's what keeps you invested and, in, and, in, and in trying to go, um, you know, trying to, trying to pull that, pull that rope and, 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 you know, promote the league is, is just all the work and, and, and the investment you feel that you've put into it. Cause you see it trying yeah. to make, trying to get this thing right. I mean, who knows how many times we've changed stuff throughout the years. Uh, so, you know, and that, that's all coming from, from, from within, from, you know, anglers trying to, trying to get this thing right and trying to do this thing right. Um, and, you know, there's, there's been setbacks, ain't no doubt, but, um, you know, I think, I think at the end of the day, I'll say this, I said it earlier, is we're all just dudes trying to get a bite That's and right. make a living bass fishing and we're lucky to do it. 
Well, I think with the five fish deal this year, and I've talked about it a ton this year, is I, I think it was awesome. I think other than the Cayuga debacle that we've all spent too much time talking about, and, and I yep. think it needed to be talked about, a million percent needed to be talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of talking about it, though, um, to mm-hmm. be honest. But I think other than that hiccup, and it was a big hiccup this year, I think this year was fantastic. Yep. And look, and, and look, you're talking to a guy that I wasn't against the every fish counted thing. I wasn't at all mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in the least. Like, I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of what separated it. Um, I found it very interesting to watch the five fish – versus the score tracker deal and uh-huh. the live updates and being able to know what everybody had and watching those decisions change on the water. One of the guys like, well, crap, two pounders, not going to do anything for me. Like I got to step up my step up. I right. game right here. Like I love right. that decision-making process live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. Do you see, I mean, is this, is this here to stay though? You think the five fish is going to lock in for BPT and then the team series and all that'll just, continue to be the every fish counts and that'll just kind of be how it's going to be for a while. I think so. Um, you know, I, I just think, you know, there was, there was a lot of uh, opinions on the every fish counts, five fish, you know, debacle. Um, I loved every fish. I was kind of more on that side, but, um, there's been a, there's been, I would say a lot less arguing about the format amongst anglers uh, ever since we went to five sure. fish, you know? And so, uh, a big part of it is, is angler morale and, and making sure that guys are fishing the way, you know, enjoying the format and things like that. And I think, uh, you know, you, you look at the, the way the year shook out, it was almost identical to the every fish format. Wow. It's looked a lot similar. <laughs> right. Right. And so, uh, you know, I think, I think it's, it's just, uh, it's really just preference. And I, I think it's here to stay. I know I'm not on the inside of production, but, uh, I don't, I haven't heard any rumblings of anything changing. Yeah. I think, I think it's, uh, it, it went well, man. And I, I think it was, it was, it's funny to see though, that people are like, well, they're just tired of wheeler catching them. So they're going to change it. It's like, Oh, guess what? <laughs> He's really good at just catching bass. I don't know yeah, if everybody from the knows guy that, that talks to Wheeler every day, <laughs> I can promise you there ain't, you can make it a big bass tournament. He's still going to yeah, get our brains. Yeah. Or a little bass tournament, whatever you want to do. Oh yeah. Whatever you want to do. And you can do. bring in two catfish. He'll, he'll right, figure exactly. out, he'll, he'll be the, he'll be the best catfish be fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. He'll have the, uh, ding signature series chicken liver soon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is Jacob. Yeah, you know, no. He'll just invest all his time in learning how to. Some custom, some custom VMC three ounce sinkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got, yeah. uh, he's got that catfish game all locked. He'll have his own, uh, pool, Hover, pool yeah, floats. Hover strolling a chicken liver. That's it. <laughs> Hover strolling. Yeah, yeah. Back to that. Everything comes back to to uh hover stroll in these these chicken liver i talked to i talked to jacob this week myself we had uh had a good conversation earlier this week but uh awesome yeah man he uh i like that guy i like that guy i always have and Mm -hmm. uh i I say this a lot jacob gets a lot of crap uh, and you know that Mm -hmm. and he always he Mm -hmm. always has and jacob was a guy and i always like to say this but uh when my mom and this is just personal to me so whatever but but it shows me his character um, for years, my mom was sick, battling cancer. If I saw Jacob Wheeler anywhere, Jacob would text, Jacob would reach out on social media to check on my mother. He didn't know my mother from mm-hmm. Adam. And he's just, mm-hmm. it speaks to the testament of him, man, and uh, and what kind of yeah. dude he is at his core. And uh, I've mm-hmm. always respected him, not for that, but I've just, Jacob and I have always uh, 
always been buds and I, I like Jacob, but mm-hmm. yeah, we had a good, yeah, we sure. got, we got, I will say this. We got our wires crossed this week because he took something <laughs> at, at face value. And then he called me and I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Could be in silly. And then once we, <laughs> once we got past that, it was, it was good, but uh, it was funny. He, he had seen a, a reply to a, a YouTube comment. I'm, I said, Jacob, why are you in the comments? Get out of the comments, Jacob. <laughs> Best thing in the world. Get out of the comments. Somebody had sent him something I said thinking I was being a hey, it's, the, it's the off season. Well, that's, that's what we all do. I know. I, I might I might be in the comments of this video beefing it up with somebody. You I never know. guarantee you you sh- you gotta be. Let Tyler tell Tyler Anderson to get in here and beef it up with somebody. Hey, he get, he he gets sassy at times. Listen, time he is him and Ronnie Moore. I'm gonna say this right into this camera. Two sassiest guys on the internet in bass fishing. <laughs> Ronnie Moore. Tyler's real fishing. Tuned, Ron, I think Ronnie's tuned it back a little bit lately. He, you know, I need to check. I need to call and check and see if he's doing okay. Do you think that Bass, now that he's like on camera more, the Bass is like, hey, you can't be sassing it up? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I, t- I talk to Ronnie pretty regularly. I, do too. He, he, I, do I think too. he would tell me. He would tell me if they if they pulled the reins on him. No, they're not. They're, he, just I, maybe <laughs> being a dad's just calmed him down. Maybe he doesn't have the sass he always has. I don't know. <laughs> right. I love that we're saying <laughs> hey, sass. I you what, maybe he's, maybe he's just growing up because I know it's unhealthy for me to be on the internet. Buddy, I still do it all the time. Buddy, but I, it, yeah, I can't. It, by the way, so you remember you remember that flogger video I posted that blew up? <laughs> it's still going. How it's many at twenty-seven views million. Oh my gosh! And uh, still climbing. <laughs> how many? But how many hate comments do you get on just because the internet's mean? Every ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I Every have the only viral video I've ever had that I would consider viral. And that's anything that gets a million views plus, right? That's what I think mm-hmm. is like. I've got some in that 300, 400, 500,000 range on Facebook a few um but it's always the mean comments that put them over the top um mm-hmm. i had one this year i don't know what it's up to but when i fell out of the boat people are just like i wish this fat idiot would have drowned stupid bass fisherman's oh like gosh. what dude more death threats in that video it makes no sense like i tripped and fell out of the boat dude like why do you hate me for it but i got so much hate dude uh once it got out of the realm of our our fishing people but i posted a video Man, it might have been uh, last year. A guy sent me a video, a guy I work with down in South Florida, Bill Applegate. Shout out Billy Applegate. Uh, probably doesn't have the internet, so he's not listening to this. <laughs> but he he's a sales rep for TH Marine. But he sent me a video of a guy that claimed he heard a Bigfoot. Okay, dude. <laughs> Listen, and it's on a on a lake in like outside of Okeechobee, a little small lake. And dude, these noises are haunting. And this guy <laughs> filmed it from an airboat. Well, then it's a guy I know that works at a, that's not a crazy sucker. Like he's a he's a good dude. And dude, then he sends me another one. This guy goes back the next day, and there are trees pushed down across this canal. Okay, I've seen it with my own eyes. It's kind of crazy. I don't know what's going on down there. But I posted it's just some bath, just some Florida bath salts. That's all. We, yeah, exactly. Well, that's probably what it is ultimately. But, <laughs> but dude, the video, I just like threw it up on Facebook. It was like, I'm not going to Florida anytime soon fishing again. What do you guys think about this? Dude had no clue. It's like a million and a half views today. And every five minutes, my phone goes, ding, uh, comment. And people, 
And it's nobody <laughs> efficient, dude. It's just people are like, this is fake. This is the audio from the 1972 Bigfoot, dude. Bigfoot <laughs> bass fishing. We think it's big. It's not, dude. That Bigfoot game. I'm I'm doing a podcast just on Bigfoot stuff from now on because people love the their Bigfoot podcast. Funny. The people love to argue about Bigfoot. They love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it but the negative I'll, comments drive those views, man, for sure. Yeah, ain't no doubt. And I, you know, I tell you, after after getting these twenty seven million views on so it, crazy. I'll tell you, the fly fishing community might be the meanest <laughs> group of people that have ever walked the earth. <laughs> they are. Same I'm sorry with me for any fly out fishing. The boat, dog. Same with me falling but, out the boat. Dude, they are ruthless. I'm like, dude, go go eat some granola and enjoy some coffee, man. Come on, bro. It goes. Uh, we're just gonna we're doing it right here. LBO it goes like this. It goes fly fishing community number one and number two spots on biggest dorks on the internet commenting on stuff, and then everybody else is uh the, like the next three spots in the top five are fly fishing saltwater people, and then just saltwater people are the top five oh, yeah. commenting on bass stuff. Like, oh look if, at the little bass. <laughs> if I made a dollar off of everybody that commented, like that's bait for what I fish for. <laughs> I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> Congrats. So, so true, dude. You're like, out, listen, when you're out here flicking your wrist with that, and I listen, I'm not hating because I've fly fished a couple times. It takes talent. But dude, when you're using something that makes that BFS stuff look like a big glide bait, I can't get on your level, dude. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. You holding uh, this little trout that'll fit in the palm of your hand, buddy. I'm sorry you think that's okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry somebody <laughs> hurt you in life and you got to make fun a little outing for, for catching smallmouth using a flock. What they don't understand is I would probably have a great time fly fishing. I mean, I just like, like I said, I'm just due trying to get a bite, whatever but, it is. So, But you won't now because they. it is a very uh, – and, dude, look, to be fair, I think that – Maybe we've done that to ourselves with bass fish. I don't know because we got the shiny boats. They can't handle that. There's a lot of things they don't like about bass fishing, us boat flipping them and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I think that uh, I, I think that you alienate people, and it's a very inclusive group, right? I feel like, well, we're fly fishermen, mm-hmm. so I, and I know. And listen, I've got some of my best friends are, are great fly mm-hmm. fishermen. Some of the Carter right, Andrews right. is a fly fishing saltwater legend. And is one mm-hmm. of my most dear friends, and he does not act like that. I could call him tomorrow and go, dude, you want to ride up here to the Tennessee River and fish all day and maybe catch a couple bass? He'll be like, I'm coming, buddy. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> He's that guy. He just likes to catch fish yeah. no matter what. But I also have some very inclusive fly fishing friends as well. This turned into fly mm-hmm. fishing hate, and I'm here for it. I know. I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to spin it, but, I mean, I'm, I'm spinning I got my feelings it. I'm here to spin I've it. i got my feelings hurt. I'm here to spin so. it. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Let's talk. <laughs> Who else is bad? Let's talk. <laughs> uh, you bass fishermen. We're gonna be the most hate. I'm, nah. I'm gonna be more hated than 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 all the podcasters combined by the end of this one. <laughs> we didn't even who who knew we were having such a great conversation. Then we got controversial about fly fishermen. Now we're gonna be canceled exactly. by the four people that might listen to this that also own a fly rod. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Listen, I made I made a joke about the dude singing about fudge rounds last week, and not even the fact that I thought the song was bad. But I just, I just said, quit sending me that song on the show, and I had people were like, I agree with everything you say, but you're a piece of garbage for making fun of that song. And I'm like, dude, that line's bad. Hey, 
I'm sorry. Hey, you had to you had to know you were walking into that one. That'd be I the most loved guy on the internet right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, give me a red beard and a banjo, buddy. Turn me loose <laughs> singing about little Debs. I'm I'm a little oh, Debbie man. fan. I'm sorry. If that puts me on whatever side of the political aisle you don't like, no, I like no, little hey, Debbies. Hey. Look at me, buddy. I love fudge rounds. Hey, he, it's any, nothing, nothing wrong with fudge rounds. It's just like other people's, you know, as long as my taxes don't pay for yours. That's all he's saying. Dude, I, I, I saw a meme this week, though. Yeah, I get what he was saying. But I, my, yeah. my favorite part was uh, that I, favorite meme I saw this week. Somebody did like the uh, don't tread on me flag. <laughs> and they had a fudge round on it. And it said, come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why oh the Internet's undefeated. Dude. See that again. You're going to have to send that. I'll, I'll find it, dude. I'll find it because I've seen it several times this week on, on all the music stuff I follow. People are. That's um, funny. The guys are real. That guy's a really interesting. That whole thing's wild. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, and I keep up with that music world probably deeper than I should, but a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. Oh, he's an industry plant in the music industry. It's an industry plant. There's like all these crazy, crazy conspiracy theories. And the guy's just like, he didn't anticipate that at all. Um, mm-hmm. saw a post he made where he said he'd turned down like an $8 million recording contract. I saw this that week. Too. That's yeah. Wild. It's, inter- it's interesting hey. though, man. It's interesting. Hey, if, if 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 you ever get if I ever get an eight million dollar recording contract, <laughs> I'll I'll hang bass fishing up. Listen, say that right I'll now. say this right now: they could tell me they could hand me eight million dollars and tell me <laughs> that all I could do was fart in a microphone, and buddy, I <laughs> would be eating whatever caused that gas. Son. There's me. probably weirder ways that people are making eight million dollars on the internet than that right now. Let me tell you, I scroll TikTok and see some wild stuff. <laughs> Is, is that considered ASMR? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'd subscribe to that. Just let you know. <laughs> you would subscribe? Buddy, I appreciate you, the, your support. I knew you were a good friend, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This Alton has Jones, gone so much worse than I thought it was going to. Alton Jones Jr., I think we got to I think we gotta end the podcast right here. We've done a solid like hour it. of amazing <laughs> <laughs> we're getting canceled by the fly fisherman. We're getting canceled over fudge rounds. We're getting canceled over everything. And I'm sorry. I drug you down this rabbit hey, hole. Hey, be, be, everybody that stayed all the way through the podcast, <laughs> you got rewarded there at the end. Let me tell you. If you're still listening at this point, send me your address and I'll send you a box of fudge rounds. <laughs> and some G crack. I'm a Kanushis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not sending you those. I'm not sending you those. Alan Jones Jr. I appreciate you, buddy. Very much. Enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, Luke. Absolutely, Let's do it again. buddy. Very soon. Yep. Little Alton, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go make sure you're subscribed to Alton Junior Fishing. I think it's AJ Fishing on YouTube. Great dude. And wonderful conversation. Uh, as I said in some of the comments last week, look, I use humor. I try to be funny. Uh, I think things are funny in life, and I'm sorry if that, like, pushes your buttons on whatever side of the political I'm the least political person you'll ever meet. So I'm sorry. Uh, the fudge round line sucks in that song as a songwriter, the fudge round line. I understand the intent. It's not good. It's not good, but a lot of people think it's good. A lot of people think it's great. That's fine. Um, (laughs) good for that guy. I say good for that guy. Oh my goodness. Thank you to Alton Jones jr. I'm sorry to the fly fisherman out there. My apologies. I enjoy flying fishing. I've been like three times. It's a great time. It's not something I'm ever going to do every day. It's a great time. Uh, 
if there are any fly fishermen listening, you know, thank you for sticking around. <laughs> I'm going to take y'all out with some Biloxi blues right now. Just like we do every week, pretty much every week, unless we play 64. Thank y'all for everything. I'll see y'all next week. I never could Sweet. make it last Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care, no And a spare Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there